excited to do this podcast with you because I got a feeling I might giggle during it as well, wow. <laughs> which I need right now. <laughs> I'm very sleepy, so let's hope <laughs> for your sake my sleepy jokes are nice. No pressure, no pressure on you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lita on this uh, podcast. Thanks for the invite, man. Thank you. Just before I got on this call with you, I was yes. just doing my research and I came across some videos of yours on YouTube. Yes. And I started laughing out loud because yes. <laughs> I could relate so much with it. It was the one that you were talking about what happens uh, in Soweto and you said... Uh, when you stopped at the stop streets and how the girls were dancing their way out of the street. <laughs> yes. <just> so funny. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we dance for everything in Soweto. We, we, I, I, I don't know. I think it's like a coping mechanism where just like, look, it's, it's either we are angry or we dance about it. So we keep dancing. That's all we do. We just, we mm. try to be, try to be a happy people as much as we possibly can even though ESCOM wants to um, switch off Soweto's lights. <laughs> We're still like, listen, <laughs> we will dance to the power station and steal that electric cable. So it's okay. <laughs> wow. But here's the thing. I think it even goes outside Soweto. Like South Africans. Yeah. They, we're just a whole vibe. Yes. Like, Wherever we go, you know, dancing yes. is our thing. We love music. We love having a good time. And yes. we know how to bring people together. And I think you have done an excellent job at that. Oh, wow. Thank you. You bring people together through comedy. So I have to ask, yes, why comedy? Um, I've, always, I've always loved the sound of laughter. I've always loved the sound of happiness and just seeing smiles on people's faces. And uh, for the longest time, obviously growing up in South Africa, more specifically, you don't think comedy is a thing because we grew up knowing comedy as an American thing. So I've always wondered, how do I bring smiles on people's faces? Because, I mean, we always go through stuff. We always go through life. And it's always nice to know that even though we're going through tough times, we can still laugh. And I, I've always loved the idea that I'm one of the many faces behind that. So that's why comedy. When did you first... People had an interest in your comedy. Um, sure, that's a tough question to ask because... To be, to be specific, it was when I tried stand-up comedy that I realized that, oh, people, people like what I have to say. Um, but I guess from when I was in school, um, friends would, would always laugh at the things that I would always say. So, yeah, that's a very tough one to answer. So I guess I'd say for friends and family, it's since when I was growing up and everyone else outside of my circle it's when i decided that i want to do stand-up because i finally found out that south africa has stand-up wow yeah. okay so i'm curious to know 
what kind of comedy you do and what inspires your material? Um, so um, that that joke you 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 talked about about me being from Soweto and and people dancing away from cars instead of running away from cars. Um, <laughs> um, that's the type of stuff that I talk about. Things that I see, you know, things that I've I've seen in life, things that are happening in society. I try to avoid politics, and it's not that I'm not interested in politics. It's that I feel like um, there's a lot of things outside of politics that people don't talk about. And I'm Mm. just one of those people who are like, hey, I know, I know coronavirus is is hitting us hard. I know uh, Cyril Ramaphosa owes you 350 rand. But remember when you used to go outside? Like, you know, like, that's me. Like <laughs> That's like, you know, now you're sitting around, you're sitting, you're probably locked down with a partner and you're like, I didn't know my, my partner baths when it's, it, it's, he's supposed to bath. You know what I mean? Like now you're finding that yeah. out. You're finding out that, wait, you bath because you had to go to work. You don't bath because it's, oh, okay. <laughs> that's disgusting. Yes, okay. I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah, so that's the type of stuff that I talk about. Things that happen to to us on an everyday level without waiting for uh, Cyril Ramaphosa to say fellow South Africans. That type of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that you mentioned that and that you do that because I find that so authentic. And I'm so tired of seeing a lot of comedians you know, talk politics all the time or even try to bring race in it or, you know, a person's accent or whatever. Mm. For me, I feel like that's overdone. It's too much. And now in 2020, you know, we're having serious conversations about Black Lives Matter, et cetera. Is it the time to keep going on about that? Because some people do get offended with this type of material. So I love that you brought that up. And I mean, I follow you on social media and I watch your videos and I giggle all the time because it's like, this woman, it's just too much. <laughs> um, look, for me, honestly, um, I can't say that people should stop talking about these matters and these problems that, that happen to us because thing, like, like you said, things like Black Lives Matter, the GBV, um, uh, protests that are happening it's because these things are happening and we do need to talk about them we do need to iron them out um, but what I also do know is every once in a while we do need a, a slight break you know because you you end up running on fumes you know you end up not mm. have you ever been in, an, in a heated argument with someone and there's no break you mm. both of you end up go end up saying things that are not even what you wanted to say in in the beginning. Um, So every once in a while, we do need to say, okay, you know, poop is hitting the fan right now, but let's just take a breather. Let's laugh. Let's sit back. Let's at least say, okay, these are the good things that are happening in life so that we can, we can, we can say, okay, there is um, a silver lining. It's not all dark and gloomy. But I do, I do honestly, yeah, I do honestly believe that we should talk about these things. We should address them um, all in the same time saying 
now that we've addressed them, look at this silver lining. Look at that bright star there. Mm. Look at that 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 uh, little speck of golden dust over there. There's something that's happening. No, I, I definitely agree with you that, of course, these are topics that we should be talking about. But for me personally, I just felt like some comedians don't get it right. Mm. And instead of you know trying to create awareness, I feel like they're offending me. Mm. by making fun of my accent or whatever the case is. Oh, yeah. So there's very few comedians that I do follow because of that. I just don't find them relatable. And I guess everyone has their unique or different cup of tea, like the way they like their tea bag or the strength of it. And that's fine. Yeah. But let's get back to you and your material. Now, I'm curious to know, how do you prepare for a show? I mean, do you by heart everything or you just go with the flow? Do you have cues? Do you follow the audience? How does it work? So uh, I haven't been performing for a very long time because Corona. Uh, <laughs> I kind of forgot <laughs> my process. But <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, a lot of things that I, that I do are pre-planned, pre-empted, including the ones where I improv. So sometimes I'll, I'll write a joke and sometimes it will feel incomplete. And I always say to myself, just say it, say it. You'll never know what moment comes on stage. Um, and it will just, so it will so happen to fit in the joke. So I always, I always pre-plan what to say, uh, almost always sometimes how to say it as well, where the pause is, where, the break is where this is where the punchline is and all of that stuff um i pre-plan but i also allow what happens on stage to just happen so i i leave it to to um atmosphere i guess it's not it's not only just the audience it's okay how i'm feeling at the time it's where i am um is the lighting bad is the energy high or low? So that also adds into how I perform. Okay, interesting. What has been the biggest struggle for you being a comedian in South Africa? I think the biggest struggle for me was when I started because when I started performing, I only knew a certain should I say a certain group of people? Um, So I knew how to talk to that group. Whereas comedy has all the groups. You have everyone in the same venue and you have to somehow find a way to speak to people that you haven't spoken to ever in your life. So the hardest part was how do I take this very Midolenskasi thought and translated to a Karen. How do I take this thought and translate it to uh, a John? You know what I mean. So that 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 for me was a was a challenge. But through performing a lot, through doing open spots, through experience, I I found a way to make my jokes a little bit more universal. Do you feel like the industry is growing and can you make a living from it in South Africa? Oh, definitely. 
definitely the industry has grown immensely. Um, I honestly don't think Trevor Noah would be where he is if the industry was small. I honestly don't think Lois Okola would be traveling the world. I don't think we would have uh, comedians acting on Queen Sono that is currently on, on Netflix. Mm. Yeah, so that's how big the industry has become now. And um, yeah, a bunch of us are on on programs and specials that are internationally acclaimed. So definitely there is, there is, um, there is a, a boom in the comedy industry. Definitely you can make money out of it. But comedy is a very humbling industry. If you're coming into comedy with that, I'm going to make a lot of money mentality with that. I'm going to be famous mentality. Comedy will humble you quick. It's not like music. Music, everyone can lie to a musician and say, oh, if you add autotune, I'm sure you'll be fine. But (laughs) (laughs) you can't add autotune on on comedy. It's either you're funny or you're not. So it can be very, very humbling. But once once you find you find your thing, yeah, definitely. You can definitely make make money, tons of money out of comedy. So what advice do you have for others, specifically women who want to become comedians? Like where do you start? Specifically women, the first thing I will say as an advice is don't be afraid to be laughed at because Sean, you know, we, you know, we don't like being laughed at as women. Like we don't like Mm. being the butt of the joke. We don't like it when somebody laughs at our expense. Um, Whereas comedy, you kind of have to, you kind of have to be vulnerable, put your story. You are literally putting your story on stage. You are literally saying, here are my views. Here are my thoughts. What do you think? And people are going to laugh at that. So if you are a, a, a female wanting to be in, in comedy, you're going to have to be seen as, as, for the lack of better words, the clown. And you can't be afraid at that. You can't say, nah, I don't want to do it. You have to face it. And um, yeah, it's, it's all about um, being confident and, and having fun, letting loose. So that's that's my main, especially to women, because women, we don't realize how funny we actually are. Society keeps telling us that we are the serious ones. We are the uptight ones. We can't be goofballs. Society keeps telling us that. But have you noticed when you are with your girlfriends, you laugh the loudest as to opposed, sure. when, as to, opposed to when you're out with your girlfriends and they have their boyfriends or their husbands? You laugh the loudest when you are with your girlfriends. Why? Because women are extremely funny. It's just in a very public setting. We don't want to be the butt of the joke because we are told to sit, to sit with our legs crossed and, and behave. Whereas not, not with comedy. Comedy, you have to be, you have to be what you are with your girls. Mm, I love, I love the way you put that. And just advice in general for anyone that's coming in the industry, like where should they start? Should I be uploading my skits on YouTube, social media? How do I get recognized or get that breakthrough? Um, well, let's, let's say this is not the time of Corona. 
let's say we are still performing. Oh my gosh, my son is still awake. I don't understand why. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he literally <laughs> just walked in. Hello. Oh, hi. <laughs> Hello. Oh, Hello. I've got my headsets on. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. <laughs> yes. So I said, uh, bef- let's imagine that this is not Corona times, um, and we are, we are out there. We're performing. We are back to level zero. I believe that comedy will come back in level zero. I don't know why. Um, the first thing you need to do is find out where comedy is happening, and that's specifically stand-up comedy. Find out where stand-up comedy is happening. Contact whoever is organizing that comedy show and ask them if they can put you on an open spot. An open spot is um, a young comedian who doesn't have comedy experience performing on stage for about five minutes maximum. Good and you. Say I'm fine. <laughs> now he's quiet. So we have parents. <laughs> Dory. Okay, let's Dory. okay, you watch Dory here. Dory. <laughs> yeah, that's what he wants now. He wants to watch Dory. How are you? How are you? No, you're quiet because the thing is in your ear. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. Okay. Um, you asked for open spot. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you asked. You asked for open spot. We totally understand what's it like being a mom on this show, so we get it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Let me let me put Dory on for this guy. Okay. <laughs> we wait here. Fine. I've, I've got a dream. Of it, so. <laughs> please, please. Okay. Wow. Yes, Dory. Sit on your chair. I think this might be the most fun show I've ever recorded thus far with Lisa. I knew she was going to bring in comedy. We had a guest appearance. <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> awesome, you're back. <laughs> now I'm back. I'm back. I, I put the volume low. Sorry okay, about cool. that. I was expecting him to no, be asleep fine. already. Sheesh. Okay, yes. Okay. Yes, open spot, ask for five minutes. And uh, in in that five minutes, the organizer will see if you're funny or not. You do... As many open spots as you possibly can. Some people are lucky and they have three open spots and then they get a paid spot. Some people are not so lucky and you have open spots for two, three years. It's all about the amount of work you put in. And then once you're out of the open spot, um, the open spot game, for lack of better words, open spot game, um, then you can move to paid spots. And then in the paid spots, there's the special guests. There's the... Um, there's the... Huh? It's special guests, opening opening act, and the headliner. Okay. 
Yes. Wow. And the so MC. I guess. Oh, the MC as well. Okay. So I guess you have to have a lot of patience as well in this industry because you can't yes. just become a star overnight like many do. No. No, 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 no. That's why I'm saying that comedy is one thing that will humble you. Hmm. Because in that five minutes, you might think you you are the funniest human being on earth. You might think that, you know what, your talent surpasses Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock and Wanda Sykes combined. In your head, that's what you might think. Hmm. But yes. the audience members will still say, nah. Nah, you're not. You're not even close to all those people. Get back to the drawing board. And that's where that's where you know your 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 passion is tested. That's where your patience is tested. That's where the love of the thing is tested because I've seen a lot of open spotters perform, not do well, and then after that decide that they're quitting. Whereas you have to, you have to perform, not do well. Not doing well means what is wrong with my set? What is wrong with my joke? How can I fix it so that there is something right about it? A lot of people end up just saying, nah, I'm stopping. But true, Mm. true resilience comes in saying, okay, it didn't work here. It didn't work there. I'm supposed to do this. My energy was that. I didn't read the room and then go back home and rework the jokes. What has been the biggest highlight of your career? Ooh, biggest highlight of my career. A car. I know, but that's not my biggest highlight. It's not... Um... Can I say two highlights? Sure. First highlight was uh, performing at the Dome for Blacks Only. Um, The first Blacks Only that ever happened at the Dome. Um, It's hosted by David Gau. So, yeah, he made history and he decided to involve me in it. So that was a a highlight in my career. Second highlight was uh, performing at the New York comedy strip in New York. <laughs> I don't <Wow>. think this. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, those are the two big highlights in my career. And now, do you think? sorry. Yeah. Okay. Continue. And then I'll cut in. Oh, sorry. I was saying now I, I'm looking forward to having my biggest highlight being, uh, performing at the, um, Oh, okay. At the Montreal comedy festival. Wow, this girl's going places. Yeah, well, it's not confirmed. I'm just hoping. <laughs> it will happen. Oh, thank we you. We manifested it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I'm curious to know, do you think you've ever had an embarrassing skit on stage? Oh, I've had many. <laughs> I've had so many. Oh, so ma- some have forgotten some uh, yeah i've i've had one too many i think i even had one just before lockdown that's how it works you just launched a new comedy platform tell me more yes. about this so um it's called la haha which is short for lihe's haha cafe 
And uh, basically, it's me creating content. Tell her, please. What do you want? What do you want? Here you go. Sorry, he was looking for his ball and I didn't understand. Um, <laughs> um, basically, it's a, it's a comedy platform. Thank you. It's a comedy platform where I'll be producing a bunch of um, a bunch of shows. I'll also be doing events via that platform. Um, I'll also be interviewing a couple of uh, comedians. And the aim is, you know, what's one thing that I've heard a lot of South Africans say? They say, no, tell they me. say they haven't really heard of or seen many comedians in South Africa. The comedians that they know are the already well-known, big, famous people. So your Trevor Noahs, your Lois Ocolas, your David Gauz, and, you know, Celeste and, and mm. Dumi Murake. But that, that list is short in people's minds. In people's heads, there are no South African stand-up comedians. There is no stand-up comedy industry. That's what I've heard mm. a lot of people say. So this platform is to say, hey, there's actually a lot of us. The fact that you know me shows that there's quite an, an industry here. So it's me trying to expose people to a bunch of, of comedians and create comedy content for people to laugh, especially now during you know lockdown where people are home and not having much to do. I love that. And I, I'm going to agree with that, what everyone else said. I also feel like there's a short list for me. Yeah. So I'm really excited to get to know who else is out there that we haven't seen or heard of. And I think that's a brilliant idea from your side. Thank you. Thank you. I hope uh, everyone will get to love all these people and support and go watch them perform one day when it's time to go watch them perform. Definitely. I'm going to ask you a tough question now. Ooh, I don't like those, Ooh. but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who are your favorite comedians and why? Oh, that is a tough question. Oh, why don't you ask me who was my first boyfriend? <laughs> this, is, this is harder. Uh, oh my gosh. I can't minimize it to a list. I'm so sorry. <laughs> There's too many. There's, um, Is there a top three? Okay, let's look at the comedians that not many of us know about. The non-famous ones like Trevor Noah, etc. Um, I'll tell you whose stuff I've been enjoying recently. Okay. Um. Comedian from Zimbabwe named Long John. He he talks about he talks about being from the village of Zimbabwe and how in that village, you know, he to this day they don't have things like electricity, to this day they don't have things like TV, how he has to walk tens of 
thousands of kilometers just to watch Isbaya. Like he talks about like mm. things where you're like, whoa, I didn't know people go through this. And he he puts it in a way where it's it's just incredibly funny and witty. So that's one. Um comedian from South Africa, her name is Lindy Johnson. Um, I love her because she's so authentically she's not even from Cape Town, she's from Paul, a small town called Paul in the Western Cape. And she's so authentically Paul that you just want to go see where Paul is and what Paul looks like. You just feel like, no, this place is a, is a place that I, 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 I could, I could stay in. And, and she, she always says, no, don't come to Paul. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, who else, who else can I think of that I've been recently watching? Uh, Oh, um, he's not a stand-up comedian, more of a social media comedian. He's mostly on TikTok. His name is PD Jokes. His skits are so hilarious. I I, I can't even... Yo, there, there was one he... I know, baby. She is blue. Sorry. <laughs> that's Dory, right? Dory's yeah, blue. <laughs> yeah, Dory. I can see her too. Um, um, I forgot. Yeah, PD jokes. Yes. (laughs) Okay, perfect. Yes. Okay, so before we let you go, I want to play a little game with you. Okay. I have a few questions and you have like five seconds to answer me. No pressure. Oh, no. (laughs) What's in your mind? (laughs) Are you ready? I'm bad at these. I'm just I'm just letting you know now. Okay, my mind is random. So I'm terrible at these. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's see how you do. Okay. Question. Okay. Take your car. Take your car. There's your car. Mm. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Question one. What is the weirdest thing you've seen in someone else's home? What is the weirdest thing I've seen? In someone else's home. A snake. Ooh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) If you had power to shrink any object and carry it with you in your pocket, which item would it be? An elephant. (laughs) I don't know why. Don't ask me. (laughs) Okay. It popped in my head. (laughs) What is the funniest joke you know by heart? Uh, Knock, knock. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. No, no, no. I don't know that one by heart. This is the one I know by heart. Um, What did the street vendor say to the other vendor? I have no idea. I don't know either because I don't speak vendor. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> you did make me laugh. See? <laughs> In one sentence, how would you sum up the internet? Very cool, tricky, and fake. Is that even a sentence? You see, I'm, I panic with these things. Is that, was that a sentence? <laughs> I think so. We'll, okay. we'll take it as a sentence. It has okay. three words. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
The last one. How do you feel about putting pineapple on pizza? I don't really care. <laughs> I love it. Put pizza, you put pineapple, don't put pineapple. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, Lee for being on Drinks with Shan. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you for I'm, inviting I'm me. I'm sorry to say, but I think your son was the highlight of the show for me. I think so too. I think he's, he always steals my spotlight. I think I should I'm just sorry, walk yes. on stage with him one day and just leave him there. <laughs> <laughs> so where can we find you quickly before we leave? Uh, you can find me on all social media platforms at Lichem Simang. Um, and then uh, you can find my uh, comedy platform. It's called Lahahafe. So it's L H A H A F E. It will be on YouTube. We also have a website and on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of that stuff. L H A H A F E, Lahahafe. <laughs>